chapter 4 this chapter is about mission of the saints shiratiya holy teeth personality of sai baba dictum of gauli bua appearance of vithal shri sagar story das kanus bath in prayag immaculate consumption of sai baba and his first advent in shirdi and the three vadas in the last chapter i described the circumstances which led me to write sai satcharitra let me now describe the first advent of sai baba in shirdi mission of the saints lord krishna says in bhagavad gita chapter 4 verses 7 and 8 whenever there is a decay of dharma that is righteousness and an ascendancy of unrighteousness i manifest myself for the protection of the virtuous and the destruction of the vicious and for the establishment of righteousness i manifest myself age after age this is the mission of to the lord and the sages and saints who are his representatives and who appear at appropriate times and work in their own way to fulfill that mission for instance when the twice born that is the brahmins kshatriyas and vaishyas neglect their duties and when the shudras tries to usurp the duties of other classes when spiritual preceptors are not respected but humiliated when nobody cares for religious instructions when everybody thinks himself very learned when people begin to partake of forbidden foods and intoxicating drinks when under the cloak of religion people indulge in mal practices when people belonging to different sects fight against themselves when brahmins fail to do sandhya adoration and the orthodox leave their religious practices when yogis neglect their meditation when people begin to think that wealth progeny wife are their sole concern and thus turn away from the true path of salvation then saints appear and try to set matters right by their words and action they serve us as beacon lights and show us the path and the right way for us to follow in this way many saints like navruti dyanadev muktabai namdev gora kunai eknath tukaram narahari narsibai sajan kashi savata ramdas and various others did appear at various times to show the right path to the people and so the present advent came as shri sai baba of shirdi shirdi a holy teeth the banks of the godavari river in the hamannagar district are very fortunate for they gave birth and refuge to many a saint prominent among them being dyaneshwar shirdi also falls in the kopargan taluka or the ahmadnagar district after crossing the godavari river at kopargan one gets on way to shirdi when you go 3 kilometers that is 9 miles you come to nimagon from where shirdi is visible shirdi is as famous and well known as other holy places like gangapur nishinwadi adambar on the banks of krishna river As the devotee Ramoji flourished and blessed Mangalveda near Pandarpur, as Samarth Ramdas at Sajangar, as Sri Narasimha Saraswati at Saraswati Vada, so Sai Nath flourished at Shirdi and blessed it. Personality of Sai Baba. It is on account of Sri Sai Baba that Shirdi grew into importance. Let us see what sort of person it Sai Baba was. He conquered the sansar that is worldly existence. which is very difficult and hard to cross peace or mental calm was his ornament and he was the repository of wisdom he was the home of vaishnav devotees most generous like karna amongst all the quaint essence of all essences he had no love for perishable things and was always engrossed in self realization which was his sole concern
he felt no pleasure in the things of this world or the world beyond his antarang that is heart was as clear as a mirror and his speech always rained nectar the rich or poor people were the same to him he neither knew nor cared for honor or dishonor he was the lord of all beings he spoke freely and mixed with all people watched the actings and dances of notch girls and heard ghazal songs still he swerved not an inch from samadhi that is mental equilibrium the name of allah was always on his lips while the world awoke he slept and while the world slept he was vigilant his inner self was as calm as the deep sea his ashram could not be determined nor his actions could be definitely determined and though he sat that is lived in one place he knew all the transactions of the world his darbar was imposing he told hundreds of stories daily still he swerved not an inch from his vow of silence he always leaned against the wall in the masjid or walked morning noon and evening towards lendi and chavdi still he at all times abided in the self though a siddha he acted like a sadaka he was meek humble and egoless and pleased all such was sai baba and as the soil of shirdi was trodden by sai baba's feet it attained extraordinary importance as dhyaneshwar elevated alandi ekna did to python so sai baba raised shirdi blessed are the grass leaves and the stones of shirdi for they could kiss the holy feet of sai baba and take his dust on their head shirdi became to us devotees another pandarpur jagannath dwaraka kashi and rameshwar batrikedar nasik trayambikeshwar ujjain and mahakalishwar or mahabaleshwar gokar contact of sai baba in shirdi was like our study of veda and tantra it quieted our sansar that is world consciousness and rendered self realization the darshan of shri sai was our yoga sadhana and talk with him removed our sins shampooing his legs was our bath in triveni prayag and drinking the holy water of his feet destroyed our sins to us his commands were vedas and accepting or eating his udi that is a sacred ash and prasad was all purifying he was our shri krishna and shri ram who gave us sulas and he was our parabrahma that is the absolute reality he was himself beyond the pair of dwandvas opposites never dejected nor elated he was always engrossed in his self as existence knowledge and bliss shirdi was his center but his field of action extended far beyond to punjab calcutta north india gujarat dhaka which is now bangladesh and konkan thus the fame of sai baba spread far and wide and people from all parts came to take his darshan and be blessed by mere darshan minds of people whether pure or impure would become quiet at once they got here the same unparalleled joy the devotees get at pandarpur by seeing vital rakumai this is not an exaggeration consider what a devotee says in this respect dictum of gaudi bua an old devotee by name gaudi bua aged 95 years was a varkari of pandari he stayed for 8 months at pandarpur and for 4 months that is from ashada to kartik on the banks of ganges he had a donkey with him for carrying his luggage 
and a disciple as his companion every year he made his vari or trip to pandarpur and came to shirdi to see sai baba whom he loved most he used to gaze at baba saying this is pandrinath vital incarnate the merciful lord of the poor and helpless this gauli bua was an old devotee of vithoba and had many and had made many a trip to pandari and he testified that sai baba was real pandarinath vital himself appeared sai baba was very fond of remembering and singing god's name he always uttered allah malik that is god is lord and in his presence made others sing god's name continuously day and night for all seven days of the week this is called naam sapta once he asked daskanu maharaj to do the naam sapta he replied that he would do it provided he was assured that vital would appear at the end of the seventh day then baba placing his hand on his chest assured him that certainly vital would appear but for that the devotee must be earnest and devote the dankari takur of takurnath the pandari of vital the dwaraka of krishna is here that is shirdi one need not go far out to see dwaraka will vital come here from some outside place he is here only when the devotee is bursting with love and devotion vital will manifest himself here in shirdi Mr B video retired mamlatar of Tana has proved by his researches that Shirdi comes in the limits of Pandarpur which was the southernmost center of Dwaraka and therefore Shirdi was Dwaraka itself In Sai Leela volume 14 numbers 1 2 and 3 I have come across another definition of Dwaraka quoted from Skanda Puran by K Narayan Iyer in his permanent history of Bharatvarsha volume 2 part 1 page 90 which runs thus the place where doors are open for all people of the four classes that is brahman kshatriya vaishya and shudra for accomplishing the four purushartras that is dharma artha kama and moksha is called dwaraka by the wise philosophers baba's masjid in shirdi was not only open to the four classes but to the oppressed untouchables lepers etc like bagoji sindhi and therefore it is very appropriately styled as the dwaraka after the sapta was over vital did manifest himself in the following manner kaka sahib dikshit was as usual sitting in meditation after his bath he saw vital in a vision when he went at noon for baba's darshan baba asked him point blank did vital patil come did you see him He is a very true and fellow catch him firmly otherwise he will escape if you are even a little inattentive This happened in the morning and at noon there was another vital darshan a hawker came there for selling 25 or 30 pictures of the toba this picture exactly tallied with the figure that had appeared in kaka sahib's version on seeing this and remembering baba's words kaka sahib dikshit was much surprised and delighted he bought one picture of a toba and placed it in his shrine for worship bhagwan trav shri sagar story how fond was baba for vital worship was illustrated was illustrated in bhagwan trav shri sagar story the father of bhagwan trav was a devotee of vitoba 
and used to make varis that is annual trips to Pandarpur. He also had an image of Vitoba at home, which he worshipped. After his death, the sun stopped everything, the vari, the worship and shraddha ceremony etc. When Bhakant Rao came to Shriradi, Baba on remembering his father at once said, His father was my friend, so I dragged him, the sun here. He never offered nevedya, that is offering of food, and so he starved Vithil and me. So I brought him here. I should remonstrate him now and set him to worship. Das Ganu's Bath in Prayag The Hindus think that a bath in the holy teeth of Prayag, where the Ganga and Yamuna meet, is very meritorious and thousands of pilgrims go there periodically to have the sacred bath there. Once Dasganu thought that he should go to Prayag for a bath and came to Baba to get his permission for doing so. Baba replied to him, It is not necessary to go so far. Our Prayag is here. Believe me. Then wonder of wonders, when Dasganu placed his head on Baba's feet, out flowed streams of Ganga Yamuna water from both the toes of Baba. Seeing this miracle, Dasganu was overwhelmed with feelings of love and adoration and tears filled my eyes. Inwardly, he felt inspired and his speech burst forth into a song in praise of Baba and his Leelas. Immaculate Consumption of Sai Baba and His First Advent in Shiradi Nobody knew the parents' birth or birthplace of Sai Baba. Many inquiries were made, many questions were put to Baba and others regarding these but no satisfactory answer or information has yet been obtained. Practically, we know nothing about these matters. Namdev and Kabir were not born like ordinary mortals. They were found as infants in Mother of Pearls, Namdev being found on the bank Bhamrati River by Gonai and Kabir on the bank Bhagirati River by Tamil. Similar was the case with Sai Baba. He first manifested himself as a young lad of 16 years under a neem tree in Shiradi for the sake of Bhaktas. Even then, he seemed to be full of knowledge of Brahma. He had no desire for worldly objects even in dreams. He kicked out Maya and Mukti which is deliverance was serving at his feet. One old woman of Shiradi, the mother of Nana Chopdar, described him thus, This young lad, fair, smart and very handsome, was first seen under the neem tree seated in an asan. The people of the village were wonderstruck to see such a young lad practicing hard penance, not minding heat and cold. By day, he associated with none. By night, he was afraid of nobody. People were wondering and asking, whence this young chap had turned up. His form and features were so beautiful that a mere look endeared him to all. He went to nobody's door, always sat near the neem tree. Outwardly, he looked very young, but by his action, he was really a great soul. He was the embodiment of dispassion and was an enigma to all. One day, it so happened that God Kandoba possessed the body of some devotee and people began to ask him, Deva, you please inquire what blessed father's son is this lad and when did he come? God Kandoba asked them to bring a pickaxe and dig in a particular place. When it was dug, bricks were found underneath a flat stone. When the stone was removed, a corridor was seen, in which four samyas that his lights were burning. The corridor led to a cellar, where cow-mouth-shaped structures, wooden boards, rosaries were seen. Kandoba said, This lad practiced penance here for twelve years. 
Then the people began to question the lad about this. He put them off by telling them that this was his guru's place, his holy vatan, and requested them to guard this well. The people then closed the corridor as before. As Ashwatha and Adamba trees are held sacred, Baba regarded this neem tree equally sacred and loved it most. Mal Sapati and other Shirji devotees regard this site as the resting place or Samadhi Sthan of Baba's Guru and prostrate before it. The Three Vadas The site with the neem tree and surrounding space was bought by Mr. Hari Vinayak Sate and on this site a big building style Sati's Vada was erected. This Vada was the sole resting place for pilgrims who flocked there. A platform was built around the neem tree and lofts with steps were constructed. Under the steps, there is a niche facing south and devotees sit on the path that is the platform facing north. It is believed that he who burns incense there on Thursday and Friday evenings will by God's grace be happy. This vada was old and dilapidated and needed repairs. The necessary repairs, additions and alterations have been made now by the Sansthan. Then after some years, another vada that is the Dikshit's vada was constructed. Kaka Sahib Dikshit, solicitor of Mumbai, had gone to England. He had injured his leg in an accident there. The injury could not be got rid of by any means. Nana Sahib Chandorkar advised him to see Sai Baba. So he went to Sai Baba in 1909 and requested him to cure the lameness of his mind rather than that of his leg. He was so much pleased with the darshan of Sai Baba that he decided to reside in Shirdi. So he built a vada for himself and other devotees. The foundation of this building was laid on 10-12-1910. On this day, two other important events took place. One, Mr. Dada Sahib Kapa Day was given permission to return home. Two, the night arati at the Chadi was started. The vada was completed and was inhabited on the Ram Naomi day in 1911 with due rites and formalities. Then another vada or palatial mansion was put up by the famous millionaire Mr. Booty of Nagpur. A lot of money was spent on this building but it was all well utilized as Sai Baba's body is resting in this vada which is now called the Samadhi Mandir. The site of this mandir formerly had a garden which was watered and looked after by Baba. Three vadas thus came up, where there were none formerly. Of these, Sati's vada was most useful to all in early days. The story of the garden, which was attended by Sai Baba with the help of Vamantatya, the temporary absence of Sai Baba from Shirdi, and his coming again to Shirdi with the marriage party of Chand Patil, the company of Devi Das, Janak Das and Gangagir, Baba's wrestling match with Mohadin Tamboli residing in the masjid, love of Mr. Dengle and other devotees and other incidents will be described in the next chapter. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all.